The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on, if Chewbacca knew if Chewbacca knew English, he would just speak it. Howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I'm Matt King. And I'm Mike Sheffer. And thank you for tuning in to this episode. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I want to apologize, but I'm not going to apologize. What? We were supposed to have a guest today. Oh, we yeah. really wanted to have a guest, but guess what? It's the beginning of summer. Yep. Like this weekend, and everybody is out of town. We had multiple people that we wanted to have on this weekend, and we were counting on some. But they bailed. You know, I want to be angry. We're going to call them out right here, right now. You know who you are. Oh, I want to see if they can read my lips. Um, see if you can read my lips for the people listening. Don't worry. This is not they'll, too they'll much be of a... On. They'll be on. So it's just Mike and I. Yeah, which is fine. I and think... I hope you guys like that. Guys, I've been wanting to tell this story on Unfiltered, but we haven't gotten to it. Uh you know our area that's like the workout gym that Zane built yes, and doesn't little... really use it. Zane goes and works out at Scott's What's all the it time. A gazebo? Yeah, it's like a gazebo. It's a pergola, if you will. Those um, are two great words. Gazebo and Zamboni are two of my favorite words. Those are two separate I things, I know, but they, they almost sound like they're the same thing. Like, I, I usually get them mixed up in my head. I almost said, oh, the Zamboni out there. Because Zamboni machine. You know what a Zamboni Shout is? Shout out to the Zamboni guy who invented <laughs> Zamboni machines. He was like, what are we going to call this? Like, you could have just said, oh, like an ice It's an ice finisher. Yeah. yeah, it's an ice rinky-dinky. Is that he why goes, it's... Zamboni. He goes, what's your name? Zamboni. Remember the name. He gets cred every week. Is that his last name, you think? Or that's just the name of the product? Is it like Fred Zamboni? It's who the made Zamboni it? family. It has to be. Or is he just like, what's this called? And his, his like three-year-old was like, Zamboni. And they just, oh, what was that? Or it sounds like it's out of like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. Like we look back at an old Dr. Seuss book and a there's Zamboni. probably like Zamboni. Okay, so, but that's a gazebo, not a Zamboni. But don't they sound like they would be related? Like a gazebo, Gibo, Zamboni. Zamboni. Well, they just sound like Italian. But also like a little bit Words. like Dr. Oh, Susie. Stromboli. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyways, anyways, this thing out there. Over in the Zamboni pergola that we have in the backyard. Can I there, put a picture of whatever you're about to say up? Sure. Okay. Just go out and take a picture after. Okay. Uh, there are those foam mats, the ones that kind of look like puzzle pieces yes. that you put down on the ground. Or you'll put it in like a home gym too or like a kid's play area in the house yeah. that like so link I go, together. I, yeah. I go out there and like – a handful of them are torn to pieces, like torn. Like you would think one of us went out there and just had a meltdown and ripped it all up. And I'm thinking, what the hell? Who could be tearing this up? And then I got to thinking, it's the coyotes. It's the coyotes in this neighborhood. Come to the backyard and chew up Zane's. Have you confirmed this with the 
It has to. Well, one time I've been in this house and I saw a coyote go through the backyard area right there by the sofa. Do you have the security camera footage to see? Or it doesn't look I at that part of the house? I don't think you can see that part of the gazebo. Mm. But damn, this kind of happened weeks ago where I don't know if you'd be able to figure it out. It's a little scary. I've never seen a coyote yet since I've lived here. Like, Are you I've never serious? Seen them with I see my them eyes. in this neighborhood all the time. What? They look like little dogs, but... Don't pet them. Do they do they kill like hurt people too, or they just go after? Uh, animals? I bet they'll run away from you. But if one's rabid, it could like be pretty aggressive. I actually looked into this about rabies. Apparently, rabies is like extremely rare in the U.S. I think there was like maybe less than a hundred cases in the last like seven years. They did a really good job in the '90s of like spreading... humans getting rabies. No, just yeah. Well, yeah, humans getting rabies, but they did. I, I'm not sure how they really did it. I think there might have been a lot of like euthanization of like stray cats and stuff, but. They the rabies like whatever part of the government that went out and tried to like stop rabies in the ninety did such a good job that there's like there's like twelve rabies cases reported in the U.S. last year, but the problem is with rabies it is is one hundred percent death rate like it's the deadliest disease a human being can get if you get rabies and do not treat it one hundred percent you will die. So that's why they're so serious about it because it's just like one how of those... soon do you have? What's the time frame of getting it treated? Uh, I think it's like within like a couple of weeks, so you have some time. It's not like an immediate like snake bite, but you have to get like the rabies anti venom shots. So like the other day, or the other not the other day because it's be too short. Like a month ago or two, there was like a cat in my backyard. I think it was on the phone with you maybe, and like a little not a stray cat. I'm assuming it was a house cat. Just like came in and. He was just like chilling in my yard when I was on the phone with someone and I started petting him and he was very relaxed. He had like a little collar and then he was like on his stomach and I was scratching his stomach and then he like went to like play with me and I got a tiny, tiny, tiny little scratch and I like freaked out and I was like, should I go to the doctor? No. So I looked it up and it turns out there's like 12 rabies cases a year and most of them are on the East Coast. So I kind of just rolled the dice. Hopefully I'm not going to die of rabies anytime soon. I think it could be up to like six months, but... I didn't go to a doctor. I didn't get the rabies shots. You got to be careful when you're petting those uh, cat bellies. Why? Uh, that's why he like nipped at you. Because like though it looks like, they're not like dogs where dogs are like scratch my belly and you can just like scratch anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, cats are like opening up their belly to you because they trust you. They don't want to be like you can like scratch lightly but only in certain areas. If you just like yeah, get give it a with full them. pet, they're gonna bite you. So it's just mostly like just still stay at the neck and under the chin. Yeah, you know the cat, the ways of the cat. I I don't. I've been having cat dreams lately. Did Carly's cat give you that? By the no. way, you got a lot of comments about that toxoplasmosis thing. That toxoplasma. Well, apparently you got it all wrong, and everyone what? was like, "You got to do this research. This is not what it is." It's like I think you got two different things confused, and we got to do some research on that. Guys, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. I got it. I got tox toxoplasma confused. Yeah, that's like something completely different. And the cat, I think, and there's also like cat scratch fever, which is like a thing. And there's also like a different bacteria. Like the, I mean, maybe these comments are also wrong, but there is a little bit of conflict. Folks, I'm sorry. I am no medical expert. If I say anything on this podcast, because I know people like to think, oh, Matt's Mr. Know-it-all. I'm not. I'm full of shit. But (laughs) I just like to regurgitate things that I've learned. They may or may not be true. But I don't believe – I try not to believe fake news. Yeah, no. I'm good about that. You're good about getting stuff uh, from the source. I think if you find something in the library, I think that's probably good. I found it in the library. Libraries are sick. I love the word library. Do you know that – this is something I found out Libraries are sick. You can – if you sign up for a library card, you can basically get any audiobook, 
any ebook, any movie, any song. Like you can in the same way you can rent books, you can do it all digitally too. So if you yeah, get a library a- card, you can just download like this app and you instead of like needing to buy audiobooks, you can just get it for free at the library. Oh, I yeah. didn't know digitally you can do that now. Yeah. I loved going to the library when I was in college to get free movies. Yeah, like I would exactly. just I would go get DVDs yep. all the time. They still have it. Wow. Yeah, and I think you could they even have like a the library has a streaming service and they have every movie. So like you don't need to like get on Netflix or like some sketchy weird website like the the library has all of it and it's you're borrowing it. Live what? Library. Oh. What do you think I said library? It kind of sounded like you said I'm not library. saying library. It's li- L-I-B-R-A-R-Y. Library. Go into the library. Take a book. Check it in. Check it out. What's that? I don't know. Some song I was is taught you... when I was a kid. Oh, is that a real one? They, they sang it to us at the library. At the what? The library. I used to love going to... Like, that's my favorite thing to do before summer starts when I was growing up. Like, after... The day after school ended, like, 8th, ninth, 10th grade, the day after school ended... You get like your first weekday off. I would go to the library on my first school day off and just spend like two hours at the library looking at every book that I'd want to read and like just pulling out reading snippets and being like, okay, what are the four or five books I want to like get read, read this summer? Right. And then I would that would be like my summer, like the start of my summer is pulling out books from the library to read by the pool. Do you remember that episode of Arthur where they get locked in the library at night? No. Is it a good story? Oh, it was just that was my dream was to spend the night in a oh, library. Oh, and so you could just read and like use and a just, flashlight. Yeah, and... there's like all different things, just the whole Yeah. Yeah. I always love a good uh book drop off too. Like the, oh, the little slot. The books? Yeah. I'm always like, where's it going? <laughs> I want to go back in the room and like see the slot. It's it just made like, a good sound too. I you love areas the... where you have to return things. Yeah. It's just there's some kind of like secrecy about it where yes. i want to know what's going on on the other side and it makes a cool sound too when you push the book it goes like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. also the uh i don't know if they do this anymore but you you would like drive to the bank with your mom she'd roll down the window and then you put the little you put you put your check in the little container and then you put it in the it tube goes, and it goes whoop. and then if they noticed that you were a kid in the car what did they send back they would send back like a lollipop yeah, or a candy a little or something yeah sucker do they still do that at I feel like they don't do that anymore. I don't know. They usually have suckers out in the lobby of. I'm saying banks. the whole pneumatic to- tube thing. Like, do they do that still? When you go to no, a drive-through bank, no, because you can now deposit checks in those uh, ATMs and stuff. So they don't do drive-through banking anymore. I haven't seen one in a while. It, was that what our parents were doing? They yeah. were taking a check to deposit it yes. into their account. Yeah, instead of walking. <laughs> That's so weird because we can do that mobily yeah, these days. Yeah, you just do it with your phone. But they, instead of waiting, like that was the new thing of the 90s is like, Stay in your car. Don't get out and wait in line and like talk to the teller. Stay in your car. Put it in the little tube, which probably cost like eight hundred thousand dollars, and it was just like a. It's called a pneumatic tube. I still don't know how it worked. It's it looks cool, but like air air co- uh, compression. <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, uh, it has to be. How do you think the the tube? Yeah, I guess it is a puff of air it going. Was... Yeah. It was a cool thing, but I don't know if they do it anymore. We should go buy one of those and turn it like an old bank and turn it into like a corn dog stand. And you can send the corn dogs through the tubes. Remember that shirt we made? I don't like corn dogs, but I do like corn, corn dog. dog. Like the band yeah, corn. I'll, people I'll won't even it. get I'm, that. I'm going to flash it on the screen. The band we, corn people we, know. We, we've never bought that shirt. I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. <laughs> 
Mike's birthday is coming up, and I don't know what to get him. My birthday is this Friday, June 4th. What day is it? Yeah, it'll. this will be up before June my birthday. June the 4th be with you. It's May the 5th is your destiny, right? Because yeah, you were born 4th. on the 4th of Ju- June. <laughs> yeah, Gemini, as they say. Okay, so I kind of know what to get for you. For don't get birthday. me the corn dog shirt. That's so funny. No, it's not. First of all, I don't think it's a shirt. We it found, has to exist. It was a meme that I'll we saw. I'll get Maggie got to make it. It was a meme that we saw, and then I took the meme and superimposed it on a shirt. No way. Yeah. No, 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 I no. I promise you. No, they, they, no, it's already on the shirt. Is it? Yes. Okay. I hope if Mega Yacht makes it, that would be cool. Because his dude, his stuff's popping off too. I know. Um, I was actually meaning to go there today, but I did not. For the folks who don't know who Mega Yacht is, it's our good friend Jacob. He makes really dope shirts. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Makes really dope shirts, and Mike and I are big fans. This episode of Hoot and a Half is brought to you by the first official TikTok podcast for you, hosted by my girl, Brittany Broski. They discuss everything TikTok with the creators who have turned it into a global community and cultural phenomenon. The podcast is really for you, whether you're a creator or just interested in the world of TikTok. Join them for never-before-heard stories and insight from those who create the TikToks that we all love. The TikTok For You podcast can be previewed on TikTok Live at 5.30 p.m. Pacific or 8.30 p.m. Central every Wednesday. And it's hosted by the one and only Brittany Broski. Brittany! My favorite TikTok creator, my favorite Texan, and she is so funny, so inquisitive, so smart, so lovable, so beautiful, I wouldn't miss it at all. So guys, check it out. The For You TikTok podcast, live every Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Past guests have included Frankie Jonas, Bowman Martinez-Reed, Lauren Gray, and Youngblood. So if you love Hoot and a Half and you want to learn more about your favorite TikTok creator, definitely check out For You with Brittany Broski. Listen to the TikTok For You podcast anywhere where you get your podcasts. So join them for never-before-heard stories and insights from your favorite TikTok creators and those who make the culture move forward. Did you have like a strict high school? My freshman year, I went to a Jewish high school, and that was extremely strict. And then I went to public high school from 10th to 12th grade. So that was like the best thing I ever did in my life. When, okay, but so strict how so um, compared to your public high school? The private Jewish high school in New Jersey that I went to was an hour away from my house. The school day was 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. With 8 a.m. to 5. Wait, that's longer than a normal school day. Yes. My high new... school was 7.30 to 2.30. Yeah, like you're out at 2.30, and, right. and you live probably within 5 to 10 minutes That's of your school. That's longer than a 9 to 5 job. Yep, yep. And so uh, it was an hour away also, So and I, w- I would take a bus, but the it was like a minivan. I would take the bus, but it was really a minivan driven by one of the parents, and because it's an hour away, you got to pick up people from all over the state, so it took like an hour to get there, and... You had to have your shirt tucked in. So it wasn't all, a school bus. It was a minivan. It was a minivan. Like a like no, like a, like a fifteen passenger like you know a van that kids get kidnapped. In. Like one of those types of vans. Driven by a rabbi. Like one no one of the parents of one of the kids. Okay. Um, they probably got paid to to take the kids, but it was eight to five, and it was the reason why it was so long is because you have to do your Hebrew stuff and your English stuff. So it's like two full schools in a day. You had to have your shirt tucked in, and you had to have a collared shirt every day. And no jeans, khakis only. 
And I hated that because when you're a kid, you're 11, 12 years old, 13, you want to just wear whatever the heck you want to wear. Collared t-shirt. Like a, like, a, like a shirt with a collar, whether it's a button-down or a polo. polo. But it has to be tucked in. Okay. So that was same with elementary school. Really? You, you What? My elementary school, you only could wear red, white, or blue um, t-shirts, long sleeves, collared, but nothing with a logo on it. Um, and the shirt had to be tucked in. Um, oh, that's you like could uniform. Wear, you could wear jeans, khakis. Um, oh, yeah. So you can wear like a Nike like yellow shirt in no, elementary school. I, I did. I could up until second grade. And then in second grade, they changed it because um, our school was pretty like economically diverse. Some kids came from really kind of tough homes oh, and they felt yes. like um, kids get left out or it becomes obvious when some kids are re- maybe repeating outfits a little too often. Right. And so they wanted to reduce that. But then middle school, we could wear what we want and untuck our shirts in high school. But Okay, I'm getting to a story. Okay, here. sorry. Uh, so you got to have your shirt tucked in, uh, collar out. Also, boys and girls for all classes were separate, and they went to the same school, but lunch was at a separate period. All the classes were on different floors, and the only time you would cross each other is like in the staircase if you're switching between classes. So like, so you wanted school, to switch classes often. I mean. Did you yeah. want to run into them? Yeah. Is that you, like, yes. <gasps> yes. Yeah. It's like you like talk to them for two minutes in the hallway and it's like you're not in any classes with these people. But if there's a school trip, you'll go on the school trip with them. Or if there's like an assembly, you'll be in the same room. But the whole day you're separated. So it's like this weird tension. And one day uh, one of my teachers was pulled me aside and my shirt was untucked. And I just it, I was running around whatever freshman year running around and my shirt got untucked. And he calls me into the room like before class says, hey. You know, this is the second time this week your shirt's been untucked. We called your parents. They're coming to pick you up, and uh, you're you're going to be suspended for the rest of the week. And I just – Suspended? I just started crying. I was like, I couldn't. It just broke me. It was, was an accident. I know. I was so upset, and I was just like, I can't. And he was like, oh, how, my God. How old were you? Like freshman year of high school. So like 13, 14. And it was also like 8 to 5. Like these classes were tough. It's Hebrew and English, and it's like – an hour away, I didn't know anybody, and I just started crying because I was just like, this is so, this is too much for me. And he was just like, oh, my God, I was totally kidding. I just wanted to let you know your shirt was untucked. Totally, oh totally messing gosh. with you. And I was like, are you are you kidding me, man? Like, I don't need this pressure. I'm 14 years old. Like, I'm not in the military, okay? And then I go to my mom, and I'm like, hey, I am not doing this anymore. Sign me up for regular school because I'm not going back next year. And she was just like, okay, sure. It was I, I, I had a whole plan. I was going to make like a presentation because I just thought it was going to be a big fight to get out of going to this, you know, Jewish school and go to like a public school. And it was literally I just asked my mom and she was like, sure, we'll sign up tomorrow. And then I went to public school and it was like the greatest thing I ever did in my life. You could untuck your shirt. You could wear whatever you want. There was people who were taller than five foot six. It was the first time I ever saw someone taller than like five foot six. My first what? day of like the uh, the first day of, of regular high school. I I'm in my homeroom, which is a new thing, and I was convinced that I was going to get beat up, and the teacher was going to be mean to me, and it was like whatever. And the first thing I saw was a kid who was six foot two, jacked, clearly on the football team, and in crutches, blonde hair. I never seen anyone like him my age, like in person. And my first thought was this guy must have gotten into a crazy fight and he's walking around with crutches because he beat the shit out of someone who looked at him the wrong way. And I'm next. And (laughs) I sat down and he sits down right next to me. 
And I was like ghost white. I was like, this was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. I'm going to die today. Like I'm going to be shoved into a locker. I'm never going to be heard from again. And they're just never, I'm going to die today. Like this is the scariest uh-huh. thing I've ever done. <laughs> and he just turns to me. He goes, Hey man, I haven't seen you around. I'm Mike. What's your name? And I was like, Oh, hi, I'm Mike too. And he goes, Oh, cool. Uh, what's your schedule like for today? Turns out we had like two of the same classes and he became one of my best friends. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. It was crazy. And I, that's like Phineas had a tweet recently that I really resonated with. He said, everything you want is on the other side of fear. I think that's a quote that's been said before, but like he, yeah, he oh, kind of crystallized yeah. it like, like whatever you're scared of, the thing that you want the most happens after the thing that you're scared of the most happens. Yeah. Which is like a pretty interesting way to go through life. And there's, you know, ideas of, oh, yeah, face your fears. But the thing that you want, you have to get after you face the thing that you're most scared of. So, yeah, I went to public high school. And ever since then, I've been a way more normal, well-adjusted. It's funny how it works out like that. Yep, yep. And now I'm still friends with a tall, jacked, blonde Gentile Who, named Matt. Me? Yeah, oh, close Mike. enough. Not, yeah, it's, it, it, it all. Yeah, it all worked out. The only reason why I was asking about if your high school was strict or not. Did you hear about that high school? I think it was in Florida. Correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't what? even want to hear the story. You not just really. To... I was just trying to set it you up wanted about a yes or how no strict question. your high school was. Like <laughs> it gave want... me like a whole like, and then I. Like, I realized it was uh, with a different guy. Like I thought he was gonna kick my ass, and uh, actually he was, became one of my friends. So you just wanted a yes or no to set up the kind next story of, that you're I about know, to just tell. Just a quickie. I, I, you okay. Know. Okay. No, I know. I tell. I'll tell you. I take wait. I saw a meme that said short story long, and the guy was like trying to explain someone a story, and that's me. A lot of people say long story short. Like, let me get to the point. Oh, God. My whole thing is short story long. Let me tell you every detail. I went to college with this guy, and he was one of our close friends in our group. Dude, this dude took forever telling the story. It would be like, oh, man, did you hear what happened last weekend? And I'm like, no, tell me. He goes, dude, it was crazy. So this was on Friday. (laughs) And I think we were – oh, actually, it was on Saturday. Yep. And we were at – the blind pig. Yep. And I think Jake was there. Okay. Can you get and they, <laughs> that's dude? It was just that the entire time. Yeah, that's I like, um I would be sitting out there for 30 minutes listening yeah. to him and I go, So you guys just went down to the bar and Justin almost got in a fight. And then someone else would come up and he'd try to say the story again. And I would just be like, Nope, I'm gonna wrap this up for you. Anyways, back to where we were talking about. So you asked about. me if a high school was Did tricked you hear? 45 minutes ago to get to this point. Pretty much. Did you hear about that school? I'm pretty sure it was in Florida where they edited the kids' yearbook photos, mostly any girls that were showing like too much cleavage. They photoshopped it. No, I didn't hear about this. Oh, it was pretty silly. That's I don't even really... know if it's that interesting. No, we can, we no, can they pull it. photoshopped like just the tiniest little hint of cleavage or skin, anything like below the collarbone. They would like extend the pattern of their shirt up. So some some creepy guy opened up Photoshop and a bunch of high school girls yes. zoomed in on their privates and edited it to censor it. Yep. In Florida. Yep. It was pretty wild. That's... Like I just like what type of nutty school? It was the most like unnecessary, strict, weird thing for a yeah. school to do of cleavage and skin that was being shown that was clearly not over dress code it, oh. it, more than anything it just draws more attention back to right. it it's you know what that's called what's it called the streisand effect streisand like barbara streisand do you know about this no tell me mike what the Stry- <laughs> what, what 
What is this, uh, what is this I, 60 minutes? <laughs> well, I think it's just funny. We're, we have this podcast and we get to exchange just dialogue. And so if I add a little 60 minutes, I like it. Zing. Tell, no, you, tell me about it. But Mike. You, you do this not in the podcast, too. You'll I do, do this, this in, in real, real life. life, of course. Oh, really, Mike? Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, I'm not, and I'm not being like, I also like facetious. Your, your, your shy character, too. Hey, Mike, you want to? Um, no, tell me about it, Mike. <laughs> We're drinking today. The Streisand effect actually became really popular on the internet, but basically what it what it is is something happens. Let's say two people break up, and the two people don't want the world to know that they broke up, but someone makes a tweet that, hey, we broke up. And now the people who are in that relationship are really upset that that tweet is out. But that tweet went to like 20 people. So now this couple will try and go and like, Hey, can you delete the tweet? Hey, is it possible to like have Twitter delete the tweet? And they they do a whole campaign to try and suppress the 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 information that was not going to be super popular. No one was going to care about it. But the Streisand effect is the thing that they didn't want to get out gets out because of the efforts that they tried to do oh. to suppress it. So a lot of companies will like if, if they if they make a mistake somewhere and you know the mistake is it just it's blip on the radar. Did your yearbook have any uh like uh hidden secrets or things in it? Yeah, like only... a, a bad a bad misprint perhaps. Yeah. So fun fact is I won most musical superlative in high school because I would bring my guitar with me to class every day. And most musical, most musical, not not show not musical. No, no. On the outside, always looking in. <laughs> Will I ever be more? Not, I love Dear Evan Hansen. No, not not <laughs> you with the whole bunch of playbills, like standing and <laughs> looking at a black and white shot. You're like, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> I gotta go take the train to Manhattan tonight. <laughs> gotta make it for a matinee of the Les Miserables. Toodles. <laughs> what, you've <laughs> never seen Cabaret? <laughs> no, I didn't win. I have a mother that lives in the uh the eight on the, one of the ABCs. I say mother, what did I say? I don't know. I, I I didn't win. It wasn't it wasn't My godmother in Manhattan bought me two tickets to spam a lot. That's <laughs> not what I won. Okay. I won. <laughs> It was like like musicians, like singing, guitar playing. Well, you got another one? If I was a rich man. No. Okay. Okay, sorry. Enough of that. I would bring my guitar, my acoustic guitar, to school and get an extra 40 minutes of playing time in during lunch because I would eat my food during first and second you period. busk? No, no, I would go to like a like a outside where there was nobody and just play and just practice because I play guitar like all like all day every day in high school. Um, so I won most musical, but the yearbook committee when they had the page that had my photo with me and the guitar and the other girl who won because she was a singer, I had the photo with my guitar and it said superlatives Mike Sheffer most musical. That page for some reason didn't get submitted to the printing press when they printed our yearbooks and that page is missing from the yearbook. <gasps> So it only exists in my memory and the memory of the people who can remember. And the yearbook committee like sent me an apology like, hey, we're so sorry. This page just got lost in the files that we sent them. <gasps> and my legacy of most musical in my high school is not on the record in my yearbook. I would be living. Yeah. I'm so sorry that happened to you, Mike. It's okay. They missed that page. Yep. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. I got mad at our yearbook staff for not including speech and debate at all oh. in, in the yearbook at, at all. And we won state. We brought oh, multiple state champions. Like, we were the most decorated why they, team. Why didn't they mention it? The yearbook team just didn't really think of it. And I, I went into the yearbook office, and I told them off. And I go, this is ridiculous. You guys don't acknowledge us. You, you, we'll be right back to our conversation in just a minute. But first, a word from today's sponsor. If there's ever been a year to make the dads in your life feel loved and appreciated on Father's Day, it's this one. And you know, for me and my dad, we live across the country from one another. It's really hard for us to communicate, but we love revisiting all the memories that we have with one another um, whenever I'm feeling down. That's why I'm honoring my dad with a heartfelt, sentimental gift that the whole family can cherish together this year with StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your dad, grandfather, father-in-law, or any father figure in your life. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be with them in person. Every week, StoryWorth emails your dad a different question or prompt. Questions you'd never thought to ask, like what is your favorite story about your father? Or what is your proudest moment in life? StoryWorth has helped numerous families learn about each other in unique, special, and profound ways. And their testimonials will practically move you to tears. StoryWorth has already created a powerful experience for me. If you remember the last time I talked about StoryWorth, uh, I got it from my mom for Mother's Day. And the amount of stories, insight, and information I was able to learn and understand from her because of the questions and prompts that StoryWorth had, I would have never been able to do on my own. And there's been no shortage of surprises each week with every new story. It makes your family feel closer even if you're not physically together. And after one year, StoryWorth will combine all of your dad's responses, the stories you guys share together, and photos into one book and will ship it to you for free. So give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started today with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash hoot. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. Just go to storyworth.com slash hoot for $10 off your first purchase. And now back to the episode. When I was in middle school, I went to uh, Blaylock Middle School over in Carrollton, Texas. One of the kids in the yearbook group hated the yearbook teacher for the page for computer science the computer science club there was like a clip art image of a laptop with like a big explosion behind it and in tiny tiny pink font on the bottom lip of the laptop and if you turn the yearbook upside down and you squint it very hard you could read in tiny little pink font miss young is a bitch <gasps> yeah that's so sick. Do you have that yearbook? Oh yeah, I got wow. it at my uh, my parents' house. But it was the, and it spread around the school like wildfire. It went. Every, oh, it, they printed it. Oh my and god! And they could do nothing. Everybody was like turning the yearbooks upside down, squinting super hard at this clip art of so Miss sick. Young is a bitch. That's so sick. Wow. One of my treasured uh yearbooks is that one can i tell you a funny story here you have something <laughs> oh it's gonna be a funny one yeah <laughs> then yeah i think so it, it might be funny um the back in new york in our in our party days you'd always people, people get drunk you always something crazy happens but so one day this kid that we knew he got super super drunk and one of our friends lived in a walk-up but it was like a, a straight, straight one-story walk-up. Like a lot of times in New York, the walk-ups will be like turning around, so you're basically doing like a half a stair at a time. But this guy lived in a straight one-story, straight-up walk-up, and the party was over. And this kid really wanted to go and continue partying, so he walks up to the top of the steps, knocks on the person's door, and 
he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, can we can we keep partying, man? And they were just like, no, the party's over. Like, it's done. And he just goes, yo, bro. And he leaned his head back too far and fell down the whole <laughs> <laughs> fell down the whole the whole flight of stairs. So like for like a year out, a year afterwards, like our whole friend group would just be like, "Yo, bro!" Because just imagine seeing someone just like wants to party, and, and he's just like, "Dude, the part the party's over, man." They're like, "Yo, bro!" And they just lean back, and they just fall down an entire flight of stairs. God. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like a, that was like a good year of our lives. We would just go like, "Yo, bro, what are you scared of?" I'm scared of is about my damn Christmas village, and I gotta like kind of start packing it up, folks. I've left it out; it's still sitting out. At first, it was really funny; we liked it, but now I'm getting really sick of it. I just don't know: should I have to put them back individually in their boxes, yeah, or do I just like carefully set them and put a lot of bubble wrap and 100% put them back in their boxes? Really? They've been in their boxes for 30 but years. Some of the boxes, though, I've used as leveling and have hot glued the the felt around okay so if, for if, levels if you don't have the appropriate box i would still have even for like organization and labeling practices when you got them they were from a family that had them for 30 years like but why wait why do you want to get rid of it i don't want to get rid of it i just want to pack it up and stow it away there's just all that boxes and stuff and sometimes i'm just like Oh, today's the day where I should put it away, but I don't want to have to piece together all those things and put them in their boxes. But maybe I, can I help should. You. Maybe me, me and Patricia can come over and we'll we'll make a little day out of it. You do that for me? I do anything for you, bud. Thank you, Mike. So, have you heard about the word chuggy? Yeah, I'm I'm over it already. What do you mean you're over it? It's, I think it's some of you guys listening may be kind of bored or sick of it. I think it's interesting. I haven't talked about it. I haven't just, put my opinion about it. Let's hear your opinion. Well, no, first thing I want to ask you, because sometimes I always think you, miss- you think you know what's going on in the world and you are like I'm like a one degree off, so yes. it's all it's all wrong. So, Mike, what do you think chuginess is? It's what we used to call basic girl behavior. It's pumpkin spice lattes. It's live, laugh, love. It's Ugg boots with the fur. It's 2009 basic girl aesthetic. And that was almost 10 years ago now. So the new generation is discovering what a basic girl is. And they're just rebranding it. That's all um, it is. Okay. I, I'm putting you're, my you're, stamp down. You're on a good track. Chuginess is in a very similar vein to basicness. You could say basicness is the live, laugh, love. It is the pumpkin spice lattes. Mm-hmm. There's basic. But chuginess is a very type of specific um, thing that people are very drawn to uh, internet culture stuff in like 2014. What like, is it? What is like a, ba- like a like a or I don't know like a baby Yoda holding a frappuccino and having that printed on a T-shirt? That's not that's basic. No, that's no basic. It's someone you see shopping at Target with the type of shirt that they're gonna wear. That's the same thing. What no. is it? Okay, name someone that's chuggy or something. What is what is chuggy that's not basic? Like what I just said. No, that's basic, Matt. The Venn diagram of chuggy and basic. Is a circle. No, 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 no. Tell no, me no. what is in. Tell me oh, what is wait, something that's oh, well, in. Your chuggy. mother. Your mother can't be chuggy. Why your not? mother can be basic. Oh, so now, so it's an eight. Your it's an age restricted. Phenomenon. No, it's a culture thing. It's the certain types of things in pop culture you're attracted to can make you kind of chuggy. Can you tell me what is chuggy that is not basic? 
I'm changing the Everything game. comes back to like uh maybe like Twilight Funko Pops. That's Chugi? Yes. That's not basic. No, that's your average not basic. sorority girl is not is not. I'm not, and I'm not saying sorority girls are the <laughs> pinnacle of basicness, guys. Please, please, please. I have I'm friends with many it's fine. people in sorority, it's fine. but I'm trying to be as basic. Okay, so a Funko, so, a Twilight Funko Pop. And guys, feel free to criticize me if you don't think that is really chuggy. But like, like a, a Twilight bathroom rug. I think it's just you think it's funny, you think it's part of your personality, but it's something that would have been like kind of unique and cool five I, years ago. I think it's ago. a shot. I you're, think it's a, a very you're caught up in like a twenty fifteen pop culture um I don't know, way of self expression and identity it, in a way that's like you don't need those types of things to define you anymore. This is a subset of basic. It's it's basic <sighs> in a time frame. It's I a specific time frame basic. of basic. Ch- Chugi is no. Chugi is you're just a little bit behind the times where you're focused on things that define your personality that don't really need to. Minion memes. Minion memes are Chugi. That's basic. No, it's not. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. You're right. That's no, not. No, that's not. You're telling me the girl with the pumpkin spice latte and wears like a fun, cozy sweater and says live, laugh, love and stuff is sharing a minion meme? No. No, 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 no. Is Chugi, is minion memes Chugi? Yes. Definitive. It's in a lot of articles about chuginess, minion memes. Um, okay. Maybe I stand corrected. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Express yourself. Love yourself. And who cares if someone's chuggy? Oh, is chuggy bad? Call, well, you know, it's kind of rude to make fun of somebody who, like, maybe really does enjoy minions. Baby Yoda holding a Frappuccino on a T-shirt. They love Starbucks. They love Baby Yoda. It's the best damn thing ever. I was at the airport. I saw a guy wearing a shirt with Yoda holding a bottle of Hennessy. And I'm like, that's pretty chuggy. There's, no, there's nothing wrong. You need to not be friends with somebody. Oh, yeah, no. Because that's... they're chuggy. That's rude. Don't and don't go to someone's house or make fun of it and, and, and conspire with your friends. Like, oh, they're so chuggy. No, oh, who, who would do that? Bullying? No, we're anti-bullying no. here. It's just funny when you see it. Chuggy is... It's also very new, so I think it's it's sort of up to interpretation, right? Like, it's, it's, I think it is basically calling out a lot of millennials on uh, pop culture stuff. Millennials used to call other fellow millennials and Gen Xers basic. Yeah, it is kind of the new basic, but it's more. It gets more. Millennials used to call Gen X basic. Yes, and now Gen Z calls millennials chuggy. Sure. But you it's not too definitive to say it like that. Do you know um, what's out these days? That's not not Gen Z at all. What? Using gifs to respond to stuff. You mean gifs? No, gifs as in graphical image file. Correct. But the guy who invented gif and even when I was using gifs and making gifs for bands. Are you, if you say gif one more, it's gif. The guy who invented it said it's gif like the peanut butter. He's being chuggy. Uh He's the creator of it. Using moving images as responses in text messages is very millennial and not Gen Z at all. I know. It's only emojis. I, I, I'm still a little guilty about using um Sometimes it's just GIFs. it's just funny to do it. But then you want to get you want to text a few more times to like get it off your screen because you don't want to see that same like if it's one I've never seen um for a long time. If it's like a really unique GIF, um I uh, I like. Are it. you doing that to be pretentious? What saying Jif? No, I, this is how I've said it since the beginning of time. But you Mike. know that you're the only one that says Jif. 
No? Yeah. There's a handful of people out there. You know what? I would say it's there's probably... There's a company called Giphy. That, that's the company that's in your iPhone that does the And there's gifts. also a company called Jiffy, and yeah, they make and they delicious make peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yes, I know. I think you need to be way more lax about that, Mike. I just... Now, what do you think Elon Musk says? He's like, you know, I think it's... um. <laughs> It's uh, it's a different listen, uh, listen. to pronounce it in uh, different ways. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick word from today's sponsor. Mike, I'm sick of. You have a cold? No. What? I'm you. I'm sick of something. Oh, are you sick of me? No, I'm getting sick of contracts <laughs> and hidden fees and signing up for things that I didn't know I didn't need to be signing up for in the first place. I'm with you, Matt. And especially when it comes to phone companies, because there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile was offering a premium wireless plan for only $15 a month, the first thought in my head was, what's, what's the, the catch? catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There is no catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell a wireless plan online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint Mobile just passes those sweet, sweet savings on directly to you. So ever since we started with Mint Mobile, I actually signed up for them, and it is unbelievable how inexpensive, affordable, and incredible their service actually is. <laughs> and it's so crazy ever since you've signed up for it how many of our friends have signed up in following because they realize how much savings they can be having mint mobile is the real deal so for people who are looking to make some extra savings mint mobile is offering a premium wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month all plans come with unlimited talk text and high-speed data on the nation's largest 5g network What's also great is you get to use your same phone with Mint Mobile. You get to keep your same number in all of your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has got your back with a 100% seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get a premium wireless service for just $15 a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash hoot to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash hoot. Once again, that's mintmobile.com slash hoot to get your wireless plan down to $15 a month and ship to your door for free. And now back to the episode. Have we ever talked about this chip bowl? The chip bowl? The chip bowl that sits right here in between you and me. Mm, I don't think we've... I mean, we may have mentioned it. We can show it on camera right now. Do you want to put it on this one right here? Oh, this moves? Yes. Oh, that's it's a cool. Chip, it's a chip and dip. It's a it's a swimming pool and then a little hot tub that floats around in the swimming pool. So so this moves around, actually. Yes. And so you put the chips... Here, tilt it downwards. Like, so okay, you can see hold it. on. Yeah, there you go. So, so this is where you put the salsa, and then the chips go in in the big bowl. You put and then, the dip, and wait, the dip goes in this one. Yes, and then the chips go in here. Yes, and then they put this in the middle, but this moves around, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of fun. A, it's kind of fun. fun. It's, a and chip, it, it's a chip and dip. <laughs> Do you I'm remember put, that episode of Mad the... Men where like Pete Campbell like has to go and give back the chip and dip at the department store, and he's like, it's a chip and dip. We got two. He keeps saying chip and dip throughout the whole episode. It's like no. a joke. I feel like it's a put, chip and dip. We should put like the QVC like logo at the bottom. Like, guys, if you're interested in a chip and dip like this one, you can uh, go screw yourself because I got the last one. 
at the Melrose Trading Post. The woman was like, do you know what that is that you're holding? And I go, it's a chip and dip. And she said, oh my gosh, yes. Do not drop that. What are you going to do when the government goes, hey guys, the aliens are here. They've been here since the beginning of humanity. We've been working with them. We we're figuring out how to communicate. Um, but they're real. They're here. And we we're, we're talking to them and you know, we'll keep you posted. You know what? Good question cuz I've actually been thinking about that lately like with this whole UFO stuff. Um I guess the first what am I going to do? First yeah. thing I'm going to Google is uh are they dangerous? Or are they not? Like I'm going to be asking around, probably going on Reddit. I'm genuinely giving you my honest response I, of what I, I would do. I know. And then if I know that they're not a threat, then I honestly would really go about my day. Like, I want to see what the ship looks like. If it doesn't look that interesting, like Arrival, the movie Arrival. Yeah. When those aliens come down to Earth in those gigantic pods, terrifying. So ominous and freaky and weird, and how they're but you've surrounding seen the, the UFO entire footage planet of these, of these like Tic Tac things that can go underwater and move faster, like three times the speed of sound, and there's no exhaust. Like, Yes. The, the, the ships that they have are pretty crazy right now, as it is. Do they look dangerous? No, but they're, they're, they just look like they're using science fiction technology. The thing is, I guess I just think like it's about time. It's about time. I I'm can't. really fortunate, and I love that it's now, right now, happening in our lifetime. That I can't handle it. You can't handle it. I will freak out. But the thing is, though, I have a big thing where, like, I have no big fear of death if everybody's gonna die. All if humanity, humanity is at its end, I'm like, well, it was a fun ride while it was because I'm going to have no FOMO because there will be nothing. <laughs> That's your big deal with the apocalypse is having FOMO. I'm just saying, have a little bit of hubris. Oh, oh look hey. who it is. Table 24. Oh, hey, hey. Is that Todd Smith? Yeah, uh, the, uh, the host told me you guys need, needed some beers. Oh, thank you. Here, let, let me fix the camera so you can see your pretty face. Oh, Hold no, on. Hey, you hey. brought me a beer. Here's a beer, Matt. Not sponsored by Heineken. Just a good time. Hey, it's Thursday. Almost Friday. <laughs> That's what they say. Thursday's Friday's evil cousin. Evil twin. Oh, look at oh, that. Look at you, us. You guys got like six beer cans down here. <laughs> hey, Jesus hey, Christ, wait, don't give away the secrets of who and a half here. Look at that good look over there. Oh, wow. That's great. Sorry if I have a fucking list. But I have my Invisalign in right now. How's the Invisalign going? What tray are you on? Uh, this is six, I believe. I've gotten used to it, but it's kind of annoying in case I want like a, a snack, like snack all day, and I have to fucking worry about yeah flossing and brushing and flossing and brushing. You know, my first Invisalign trays, I I'm like fuck it, I'll drink some coffee with it. Not a good idea. Oh mm. no, you can't. <laughs> this you have them stained. It's not stained in your teeth because they're covered, but you're staining the trays. Yeah, you gotta you gotta no, brush your I... teeth after coffee. That's what I do. I have my no, coffee yeah, first course. and then you brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Todd was supposed to come for coffee this morning. All right, but... Well, I guess I'll see you guys later. Thanks. What? No, 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 no. I um, have a question. Kidding? But we won't tell the people what you've been working on, but I wanna know how's your uh your certification going? Oh, for my sex classes? <laughs> He's getting certified in something else, and it's actually pretty cool. Has it been hard? Did you pass the test? It was um, pretty hard. It was, I passed, but it was, it was grueling. It was a lot of work. Oh, you got certified oh, for the thing you're working on. I'm certified, yeah. Oh, congratulations. So now I'm certified in skydiving and now this. Are we going to Saddle Ranch to celebrate like the good old days? You no. Know, actually, no, yeah. So Not yet. Like, I don't know. I want to go to Saddle Ranch where you can actually stand and, and like the, interact with new I don't people? want to go sit down at a table totally, and, get, yeah. and yeah. be served dinner. Todd, yeah. 
You almost went skydiving the other day, and you ended up not. Tell oh, us yes. why you didn't. So I, I have two friends that are certified as well. Um, that skydiving certified. Skydiving certified. They want to go all the time. And so yesterday, mor- the, other, the other morning, they asked me if I want to go. I said, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Um, we get there, and it's pretty windy. And then the rig that I usually rent from them wasn't there. Someone was using it. So I rented a rig that's even smaller that I've never used before. So I'm like, Whatever. I take it to the packer. Uh, someone's packing it, um, and then I overhear a conversation where someone landed. It was, it's so it's very windy, it's, and someone landed. Someone got caught in the telephone wire, in the power lines. Oh, on the day that you were going on the jump. day that I was going to jump, I forty five minutes before I got there, they got caught in the in the power lines. They're hanging there for like forty five minutes for the hanging, in, hanging the in the power lines. lines. Yes, for forty five. Minutes. You're not supposed to touch the ground. You're not supposed to touch anything because you can get electrocuted. Get yeah, fucked. no, you don't want to get. Yeah, that could like light on fire and yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. You just want to stay there until the fire department. Yikes. Gets there. <laughs> so we hear that story, and then this guy sitting next to me, he's like, "Yeah, I fucking. It was so hard to come down. I landed. I hit the plane. There's a parked plane. This guy was coming down trying to land, and he fucking ran into the plane's wing. Because it was Good. so windy. Because it was so windy." So windy, and then get this: there was a, a an invisible tornado apparently, and this guy's parachute collapsed at fifty feet, and then he went to the hospital. And he oh, free he fall free, from fifty feet. Yeah. After the, oh, okay. Can we can we be done with this habit? Wait, wait. And then and come then on. so my the guy's packing my shoe. He's like, "Hey man, come here." I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "Your lines are they're kind of like they're kind of worn. I'm sure they're fine. You might want to check on these on these lines." I'm like, "You know what?" You don't have to pack anymore. I'm not gonna go. I'm, I'm good. Done. I'm done. I don't need to do this. And you got out of there. You didn't do left. it. That's okay, good. The old, the old me, like yeah. a year ago, I said, "Fuck it, let's go do this. Who cares?" Can you send me voice notes every morning when you wake up? Did you like that today? It's on. It's you're just such a morning person, and I am <laughs> not a morning person. And your voice notes in the morning are he like this morning. It's just like, "Hey, what's up, you sexy motherfucker?" I know we we're gonna do coffee this morning, but I'm gonna go on my hike a little bit early. I'll text you after. Have a fucking kick-ass day. You're the fucking man. I love you, bro. And I'm like, oh my, and I'm like bleary-eyed at like seven in the morning, and it's just like, what a great way to start the day. Uh, that's really funny. he's such a morning person. Now I'm craving How? Jonas kebabs, even though I haven't the, had. Did it. you have the them? Kebab- I had the kebabs and the fries. They're great. Yeah, They're they really they good. were making. I, I'm a vegetarian, so yeah. I didn't eat anything there, but. Um, they made me like a couple different versions of their fries oh, really? and salads to like because they're still like I think I was tweaking the menu a bit, yeah. but they were packed. Hell yeah! Jason did. Uh, uh, he he got two, behind the counter, right? Yeah, and I saw Josh Peck did it today Fuck too. Yeah. Apparently Scott did. It's like, do you oh, have Jesus, to wait in line? I mean, dude, if you go, it's it's fucking Jonah's family is there. Like, he, it's like going to their house. It's you don't you can do whatever you want. It's so fun. I used to go there with David for kebab nights to Jonah's family. To Jonah's family. Yeah, 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 it's so fun. It's such a riot. Whenever I would go to their house. There'd be so many, so many people and so much energy going on. Yeah, I would leave depleted. I would be yeah. so from the Antonians. Yes. Yeah. You don't know what you're walking into. There's like a fish tank sitting in the middle of the <laughs> living room that's empty. Like I don't know. Like I'm just like why. Verdon's like, like a fucking 45 year old yeah, man. Yeah, he's like voice drop. He's like taller than me now. Bro, he'll beat us all up. Dude, Verdon's huge. He's, he's thinking, bigger than Jonah for sure. Yeah, uh, he's like, like, tall, he's like taller than all of us. Yeah, and not maybe not as tall as you guys, but can I tell you guys something that you might be able to relate to? What? So I drank, I didn't drink Friday or Saturday this past week. I drank Sunday because I golfed. Felt like shit Monday. We had to film a golf channel that Monday, and it was a drinking. It was a shot per hole. So nine shots per per hole. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Was, I was miserable. So after that, I was like pretty like down in the dumps, almost like borderline depressed. 
I'm like, I gotta, I can't fucking do this. Yeah. And so I had a two day hang, two day hangover. I was hungover, obviously Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I started feeling better. Like I, I got like this like afternoon high, you know. Thursday, I've never felt better. I woke up early. I hiked. I worked out. I had coffee. I voice voice messaged you. I had a couple epiphanies. I'm like, I gotta get my fucking shit together, bro. I had, bro, I had some crazy epiphanies of what I want to do. I was literally on my hike today. I was like jotting down notes, and I was just like, yeah, actually, like, I gotta do this. Oh my god. So like, was your secret what got you back on the stride? I think it was honestly working out, coffee, no booze. It's um, a good sex. <laughs> the thing that I always think about with you in the morning is when we went to go vote for president yeah. this past election, and it was like we wanted to get there early because we thought it was going to be crazy lines. And Todd picked me up at seven forty-five a.m. in his in his car, and I normally don't get out of bed until like eight thirty, maybe nine o'clock. I'm a, I like to have leisurely mornings, but it was we was voting day, so I was like, this is important. We got to go vote, and I walked down, and Todd. <laughs> The second I walk into the car, just cranks up the music and he goes, Are you ready to fucking vote? Are you ready to fucking express democracy, Mike? And I was like, dude, it's Todd, please. It's 745 in the morning. And he was just like, just blast as if it's like four o'clock in the afternoon I, driving I down be sunset. Like that. Yeah, uh, and the mornings? Yes. Oh my gosh. That morning I'm ready high, to go for there's sure. Nothing like that morning high. Yeah, I, I don't like know it. what that is at all. It's I've like, never experienced that. It's insane. It is better than any sort of synthetic <laughs> or alcoholic drink. Todd, I'm so glad you came by, though. Like, we hey, really too. had no plans for a guest, and this was a very pleasant surprise. And uh, I'm really excited to see uh, your certification and what people <laughs> are going to uh, see what comes the art from the that. art in all mediums that you're working on, whether that's Thank written you. word, visual, sound, or otherwise. Hell yeah. We always support Todd Smith. You guys are my favorites to talk to, especially on a whim, but also because you guys appreciate life. The finer general, things and of life. The finer yeah. Things, yeah, exactly. All the best stuff is yeah, free. Yeah. You just gotta, you know, that's what it is. Except for these saggy nuts. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Todd, we guys. love you. Love you guys. Folks, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Are you still... I'm hanging out with Todd. Are you talking? Yeah, we're I don't gone. know. I'm hungry. I'm getting hungry. <clears throat> yeah, I guess that, that's it. <laughs> Todd, Todd, bless America. This episode of Hoot and a Half is brought to you by the first official TikTok podcast for you, hosted by my girl, Brittany Broski. They discuss everything TikTok with the creators who have turned it into a global community and cultural phenomenon. The podcast is really for you, whether you're a creator or just interested in the world of TikTok. Join them for never-before-heard stories and insight from those who create the TikToks that we all love. The TikTok For You podcast can be previewed on TikTok Live at 5.30 p.m. Pacific or 8.30 p.m. Central every Wednesday. And it's hosted by the one and only Brittany Broski. Brittany! My favorite TikTok creator, my favorite Texan, and she is so funny, so inquisitive, so smart, so lovable, so beautiful, I wouldn't miss it at all. So guys, check it out. The For You TikTok Podcast, live every Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Past guests have included Frankie Jonas, Bowman Martinez-Reed, Lauren Gray, and Youngblood. So if you love Hoot and a Half and you want to learn more about your favorite TikTok creator, definitely check out For You with Brittany Broski. Listen to the TikTok For You podcast anywhere where you get your podcasts. So join them for never-before-heard stories and insights from your favorite TikTok creators and those who make the culture move forward.